0: You are now listening to Escape Rally Comics Podcast Show. A podcast where we discuss all things nerdy, geeky, fandom, and so much more. We will cover everything from what is happening in the world of comics, shows, and fandom to the hard-hitting stories of the news today. Now, here's your hosts, Chad and Kevin. Hello and welcome to Escape Rally Comics Podcast Show. This is your host Chad with my co host Kevin. How you doing, Kevin? Doing great as usual. How about you? Doing freaking phenomenal, dude. It's our fourth episode. So, <laughs> today's topic is going to be Wanda voice cast craze. So, today's going to be a, one of those tough episodes that we have to talk about.
1: Hey, nothing wrong with that. I like talking about hard to talk about things. Sweet. Let's do it. So,
0: first <laughs> up is going to be the latest video game news. Kevin, you're the video game guy. So, let's hear what you have to say.
1: Sony, they announced for their PlayStation, they have the State of Play so that, that'll be, looks like a 30-minute presentation, and it's going to be on Thursday, that, on the 25th, next next day. It looks like 10 titles for PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 that, that they'll be talking about. So it's kind of like, like a, last week I was talking about the Nintendo Direct. So this is kind of like their version of the Nintendo Direct. Ah, okay, okay. They could be announcing anything major or... A lot of indie titles, kind of like what Nintendo does. They kind of, they, they didn't announce the name for their next PlayStation VR, but Sony is talking about the next next version of their PlayStation VR. So everybody wants it to be called PlayStation VR 2, but we'll see how that goes. They, they want it a little more easier this time by having just one wire for plug and play. I think a lot of people want it to be wireless, kind of like the Oculus Quest and Quest 2, but I don't know what that would take from Sony's team there.
0: I wonder if it's gonna be able to cross play with other platforms because I am a very much a Oculus guy myself. I have an Oculus, uh, was it not a Rift, but uh, what's the second one called?
1: Uh, the Quest uh, Two. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, I got the Oculus Quest, and I I like it. It's completely wireless unless you want to plug it in or play it with my on my PC. I have to have that one wire, but ultimately I can actually play wirelessly. I wonder how that's gonna compete with. Like, say, Oculus.
1: You know, Sony in the past has not been too great with their compatibilities or crossplay. So we'll see. They've gotten a lot better because a lot of fans and they've got a lot of ridicule for not kind of listening to fans. So I think that they're this time they're going to try to maybe you'll see an Oculus Quest or Oculus game crossplay with the PlayStation VR. That would be nice. That would definitely be nice. Yeah, and it looks like they have PlayStation VR controller coming as well. So that will most likely replace the Move controllers that they've been somehow using since probably 2000, what, 2009? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they, they, those controllers originated on the PlayStation 3. They're trying to have their own version of motion controls like the Wii. Yeah, the, the PlayStation VR controller coming looks like it will replace those. Nice. Yeah, nice. so that that'll be exciting. And then they also announced that they will be giving away the 2016 version of Ratchet and Clank. So that was kind of a, a, I guess a reboot of of Ratchet and Clank. So that that'll play on the PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5, and they'll they'll be giving that away on March 1st. And it's a part of part of their Play at Home initiative. Um, and in 2020, they gave away Journey, which was a great game uh, that also started on the PlayStation 3, but it, they released it also on the PS4. Kind of a, an interesting, just kind of a shorter game, but a great experience. So that was a game they gave away last year, along with Uncharted, the Nathan Drake collection. So the, that's another great collection. I, I love those games. I, I'm like the the spokesperson for Uncharted. I, I've had so many of my friends. I, I'm like, you got to play Uncharted. Please play it. You know, like they're so great. I, have you ever played those games? I have not played either of those games,
0: actually. The uh, Journey, I haven't really heard about Journey, to be honest, when I was younger and especially on uncharted i was kind of like it's one of those things that's like i don't know sound like too much of like a lorecraft wannabe type game so i kind of refused to play it unfortunately i wish i would have like give it a try but i think at this time my playstation like was it four or was it wasn't was acting pretty bad this time.
1: Uh yeah. Yeah. Well, they've done five, six Uncharted games. So, oh, wow. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah. They, they've, some of them were like side games. Like well, they did a PS Vita, Uncharted, and then they have a side story of, of Chloe and her partner. Yeah, they're great games. And they, I mean, they're popular enough. They're going to make a movie with Tom Holland. So that'll be That'd very be nice. interesting nice. as well. Uh, hopefully that'll be good. The Uncharted games uh, are no longer free or Journey, but now it, it's Ratchet & Clank's turn. So that'll be March 1st. And then one more thing I wanted to point out for video game related news was uh, Boxy Pixel. Boxy Pixel is a great little little set guys that I'm a big modder. I'm a big, as of the last couple of years after I had my game store, I I had a lot of handhelds left over. I remember that. Yeah, so I had a lot of Game Boy Advance, Game Boy Advance SP, almost all of them. And I started looking around and they had a lot of great modding options new shells new buttons everything you can imagine replacement screens so i got a hardcore into this and i found out about this company called boxy pixel they're just uh, everybody loves them online because of their their work for aluminum shells and cases so it's a total total replacement that you would you just don't use the original shell for your stuff Yeah, for like the Game Boy Advance DMG, the original or excuse me, the Game Boy DMG from what, 89, 1990, that they just replaced the original shells. So they they just announced a a new one that's new and available called the Advance SP. This particular case, you know, the Game Boy Advance SP was great for its clamshell design. But with this this Advance SP shell, it's just kind of left open. It doesn't close anymore, but it looks great has their aluminum shell case. It's called the Advance SP is what they're calling it. Make your Game Boy Advance SP look like an original Game Boy or Game Boy Color, if that makes any sense. Yes. So it's an aluminum shell, like I said, and it comes with brand new buttons. It kind of defeats the purpose of the original intention of the Game Boy Advance SP to, to fold like a clamshell, but it, it looks great. I watched a number of videos on YouTube, and they were putting the putting it in and uh, screwing it, buttoning it up, and it looked great. So nice. That's kind of kind of a pricey tag, but it's ninety four bucks. But it does come with new buttons, so it kind of gives that uh, sleek look of a Mac. Or, yeah, uh, an Apple product.
0: So. Yeah, it's always it's funny when you bring up modding. I always remember going to your store all and I smell like, what does that smell? Walking around and it's you in the back, freaking messing around with uh, fixing up like PlayStation's, you know, whatever old games oh. you have, soldering back there.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I was soldering. Yes, I was. Uh, I, don't...
0: <laughs> I remember that. It's crazy. It's <laughs> like when I quit my job as a truck driver. I went to go visit you, and I know we just recently just moved. You said that, oh, I need to go out there, and someone just came over and bought like all of our comic book collection, and so I went up there to check things out, and was it that next morning is when the fire happened? I remember that, when the Paradise Fire happened. It was, that was... That's like sticks out of my
1: mind. Yeah, know? it's unbelievable that yeah you guys visited mm-hmm. exactly the night the day before.
0: Yeah, I was with me, my wife, and my kids too. We went to go to the store, and actually it was funny too because that was the only time where I convinced my wife that yes, I want to get in business with these guys. <laughs> you know, I was really I was ready to go get a loan and everything, and then the fire happened that next day, that morning, that next morning.
1: Right. Yeah. That. Too bad I couldn't have kept at it with Game Cave paradise yeah oh, we, we, we had some fun with the tournaments and oh yeah. yeah i remember that too so we're going to move on to our
0: next topic other news we have the simpsons we have a new cast member for who's playing dr Herbert on uh, the simpsons his name his new cast name is going to be kevin michael richardson right so richardson was going to take over the beginning of february 28th with episode wad ghouls uh, the things that really, the biggest thing is happening in Hollywood right now with voice actors. White voice actors are voicing non white characters. And I guess Hollywood's having a hard time with this. This happened last year with Black Lives Matter movement. Uh, was it one of the cast members of Big Mouth uh, who played Missy? Was it Jenny Slate who voiced a biracial character? But I guess she didn't feel comfortable with playing this character. So Missy is, is half black, half white, and Jewish. Well, Jenny Slate is a white Jewish woman. She didn't feel comfortable with the black side, I guess, this whole character. So she decided to step down.
1: Here, I, guess, I guess a lot of people didn't like it as well. I actually do remember hearing about that. So this raises a question. Is it a real problem for white voice actors voicing non-white characters?
0: Or is this Hollywood just blowing things up? What do you think?
1: I, I've been, unfortunately, kind of, kind of used to that, you know, where it's like once you discover a white actor... Is doing an ethnic character, (laughs) it it just kind of go oh okay, and and just as long as it sounds good, right? Entertainment. See, my problem was this: I'm in the middle. I don't know to
0: agree with it or disagree, or you know, I'm really not too sure where or I'm at in this. Voice actors, you don't see them, so I get it that you need representation on black actor playing a black character and he's strong. I get that, right? But one thing I don't get is voice actors. The middle is because on the other side, you have voice actors who plays different characters. They sound the same like what they need to sound, right? Because they got the talent for it. But you don't see them. They're in the background. They're anonymous. So that's why I'm in the middle. See, like last year, it was a big deal when Charlotte Buff actually played a, a Hispanic gangster. And he's not Hispanic whatsoever. And playing brownface. I get that, right? I can I can understand that. You know, you're taking a job from someone else who can actually is a Hispanic person that can meet that exact requirements, like Shia Buff. and they just basically hired him because he was a name, right? So that's the thing I, I can I can get behind. I might be wrong for this, but I just, I'm in the middle, like I said, I'm in the middle with it. If, like, say, in this case with Dr. Herbert, the voice actor who used to play him actually stepped down and he actually agreed to stepping down and put a person of color in it. Like again, I kinda agree with it too, but I kinda don't I'm like I said, in, I'm in the middle. So in June of last year, Jenny Slate started this whole thing, basically stepped down. So I guess now, moving forward, the Simpsons will no longer have white actors voice non white characters. So they declared this last year in June. They casted Alex Desert as Carl Johnson, taking over from Hank Azura, voices Apu, who is the owner of the corner store but if you want to play this game this is this is why i have a problem with this this is a dangerous game they're going to play because alex desert is going to be voicing apu why is that it's just because if it's a personal color with a personal color or is or do we have to give an east indian act, a voice actor a chance for apu yeah which they've never have done so exactly so why are they going to play that game and not play this game at the same time? So I don't know if it's just trying to be a non-white character playing a non-white character. and I, I if, if that's the whole point in it, or is it just we're going to try to give every single person representation and they're not doing that with that poo. Well, they're also right. not going to do this with Kumuku. Kumuku is the boyfriend of the comic book guy. She is still, they haven't had any plans or none that they actually released anyways, that they're not going to replace the voice actor, Tress McNeil. Uh, Who currently voicing Kumiko right now? But why are they not replacing her? Is it because it is a small part, a small role in The Simpsons? If that's the case, I go well. Doctor Herbert, Herbert, excuse me, Doctor Herbert it, it plays a small part too. He's not on every single episode. So is it because
1: they don't see Asian people as people of color? They, I think the reason why they originally had Hank Azaria back in these these kind of time frames with Planet of Pooh and Carl. I think it was to maybe save money and also go, oh, wow, one guy is, uh, you know, voiced several characters. Mm-hmm. So now, now you would look at, unfortunately, they might be looking at, well, we would have to hire another person. Uh, how many different voice actors do they have for this show over the last 30 years? Exactly.
0: And the thing is, like, a lot of the argument, too, can be also brought up saying that who cares? That doesn't matter. That's not their problem. It, the, it should True. be the problem of, of the show itself, of the, uh, of the show executives. It shouldn't be the problem as the voice actors, which I can get that argument. I can stand behind that argument too. But again, it's like, where's, where's the line? You know what I mean? Where, where's the fine line in the sand where we're going to, we're not going to cross this line. If we're going to have non-white voice actors, voice non-white characters, which again, I have no problem with, but if they're right. going to do that, why not do this for Apu or Kamaku or other Asian American characters out there? So why not give them the chance, are really struggling in the, in the acting profession, right? So why are we not giving the Asian-Americans or the East Indian-Americans a chance to actually play these characters if we're going to play this game? Where's the line in the sand? Where's this, where's this imaginary line we cannot cross?
1: Right. Uh, and I think voice, voice acting, it is a possibility that you're right as long as it entertainment. It, it sounds good. And you don't question like, wait, who's voicing this character right now? Yeah, so I think you might be onto something there. Like with with Apu, when I was when I was really young, and then realized it was unfortunately a white person playing him, I, I kind of got kind of like, wow, like really? Yeah. But uh, yeah. but then you just I kind of got over it. Yeah, it's fine. Okay, exactly. And he sounds very, like you said earlier, very stereotypical. stereotypical. <laughs> So I, I think that maybe they got a little better with Apu's wife. I'm not sure who who the actress is for for his character, but a little bit it's, it still stans, stands out that Apu does have. Once you know that it is a white actor, uh, that's you know it just kind of sticks out. So yeah, just to bring up where do we draw this
0: line? I'm not for it or against. It. I'm in the middle, frankly. I asked a question to. Basically, our audience, our listeners, I asked them, what do they feel? Is this a good thing or a bad thing? Basically, I got this in response. I got this from Kona Joe. He says, doesn't matter in my opinion. If it does to some people, well, they're looking for for unicorns. That's why it's called entertainment, not to have you nitpick at it, right? That's what he says. So this is my reply to that. You know, That's a gross generalization. I believe if they have the funds to replace voice actors to their respective race, then I don't see a problem with it. So, like, again, I'm in the middle with this whole deal. And I'm basically going ask the audience who listens to this. And they can leave comments on my Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, anywhere with social media we are there. Just search for uh, ER Comics or uh, Escape Reality Comics. And then you just, just shoot us a message just to see how you guys feel about it. I just want to ask the audience, is this a big issue? Are we blowing this out of proportion? So let's go on to lighter news. Let's talk about WandaVision. All righty that last episode so we now know we have two new characters in the mcu right in the marvel cinematic universe one is Agatha hartness so for those who don't know agatha is a very powerful witch this isn't in the comic books this is not in the mcu Now, reminder the mcu is different than what's on the comic books and it's going to be different because it's a whole different universe right agatha is a very powerful witch that was part of the salem witch trials then she was a leader of a group of witches called the new salem then she became governess and then was helping kids, and then she retired from that, and then she died. So basically, after she took in Reed Richards' son basically taught Wanda her powers, she basically got killed by her son in a the group of New Salem. So, and then the second one, guess who the second one's gonna be? I think oh. you brought this up to me last week. Yes. And it's like, oh yeah, you, you know, Monica Rainbow, yeah, yeah. And I said, no, no, it's because it's her guilt. Nope, I was wrong. I was completely. It's suspected. And once again, the MCU could be different. This could be just temporary, or this could be a long-term deal. Now, Monica Rambeau is actually the first Captain Marvel before Carol Danvers in the comic books. So, her powers are essentially, she's Captain Marvel with the Invisible Woman, with the Multiple Man, and Kitty Pride all into one superhero, basically. So she's like God tier level super being, right? She's she's up there. And we don't know in the uh, MCU what was she's gonna be playing in this. Is she gonna keep her powers or is she gonna move forward? And you know, it's kind of funny that you t- kind of take a look at trying to find different Easter eggs and all that stuff on there. It's kind of funny because we missed a lot, <laughs> a lot of Easter eggs, right? So what did we yeah. miss? What did we um, miss? So yeah, what did we miss? Remember the first episode was so boring. The first, second, and third episode was just a drag. It was like, Jesus Christ. I wasn't even into it after a while. I was about to be done with it. And then the fourth episode showed up. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, here we go. But the first episode, remember the Toastmate 2000 on the commercial?
1: Yeah. They've had some really interesting commercials.
0: Yeah. I mean, you think it's just, oh, it's just part of the nose. It's Tony Stark's Toastmaster 2000. So, you know, that was actually supposed to represent. That was supposed to represent the bomb if you remember back in the first appearance of Wanda, the Age of Ultron yeah. movie, of Ultron, she was yeah. actually trapped with Pietro in their little – in their room, right? And right next to him was a bomb with Beeping Red. Uh, that's what the Toast Me 2000 was doing in the commercial. So fast forward to this the episode of last week. You remember the Nexus pill commercial that came out?
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was trying to figure that out with my wife and I when we, when we were watching. Yeah,
0: because I remember like, I saw, when I saw this commercial – I didn't have my phone mail on me at this time. And then I kind of put it up. and It's like, Nexus, that sounds so familiar. Nexus, Nexus, Nexus. What? I knew this. Dude, because the world doesn't evolve around you, or does it? <laughs> That's what the commercial said, right? And so that was basically a reference of the concept of Nexus beginnings, which Wanda could be people who can intersect all realities and possibilities, like Vision still being alive and Pietro coming from another uh, cinematic universe. Right. Well, we know that Pietro isn't Pietro. We
1: think, right. you know, isn't it from uh, Agnes, she's the one that brought him in.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Agatha. Agatha brought him over. We don't know again, cause this, he could be a demon. I believe Pietro could be a demon in disguise, but yeah, that is all the time we have today. Thank you so much for listening to us. I do appreciate it. If you have any comments, or you can find us on any social media outlet. Once again, this is Chad from Scape Reality Comics and with my co-host, Kevin.
1: Yes, you guys have a good one. Thank you for listening to ER
0: Comics Podcast Show. Tell us how we did. You can let us know on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. Just search for ER Comics.